0: Medical and aerospace industries have been early adopters of additive manufacturing. The medical industry has very stringent quality, safety and biocompatibility requirements and standards, which is why offering customized 3D printed solutions is challenging. However, many 3D printing startups have taken this challenge head-on. One such additive manufacturing service bureau offering comprehensive patient-specific visualization solutions is Supercraft 3D. Supercraft 3D currently offers implants for patients catering to special needs of a physician's practice or physiological and pathological needs of a patient. With the backing of EOS, an industry pioneer in metal 3D printing, Supercraft 3D is able to offer additively manufactured customized body implants made of biocompatible titanium alloy. Welcome to the third episode of AM InfoCast series on accelerating additive manufacturing adoption with EOS with Aditya Chandavarkar and me, Abhishek Gokar. Talking about SuperCraft3D, our guest on today's episode is a man of many talents with a wide array of interdepartmental experience, from heading marketing at a leading industrial-grade induction heating systems manufacturer and at a finance and trading firm, to heading business strategy department including business development, sales strategy at Wipro's BPO Vertical to Being instrumental in the incubation and growth of Vipro's additive manufacturing division with specific focus on exotic metal alloys for aerospace and medical industries, Malatesh Somasekharappa has done it all. Currently heading Supercraft 3D as its co founder and CEO, Malatesh has over 25 years of industry experience. Without any further ado, let's begin. Welcome to AM Infocast, Malatesh. Thank you for the invitation. So, Maltesh, at uh, Supercraft 3D, you are working on multiple additive manufacturing technologies to be able to offer state-of-the-art services to the medical fraternity. How was this move of adopting additive manufacturing beneficial for the healthcare domain? Also, uh, what is the general trend you see with adoption of this technology uh, when it comes to medical and healthcare fraternity?
1: That's right. We do have a range of additive manufacturing machines at Supercraft 3D and uh, this enables us to offer a range of materials for our end customers but our you know the supercraft really has been focused only on uh giving uh services to the medical industry be it hospitals or to the manufacturers of medical devices now you mentioned you know what are the advantages you know of adopting additive manufacturing it's similar to very similar to aerospace industry uh medical industry has stringent rules on manufacturing processes as well as, you know, the usage of appropriate materials. So keeping this in mind, we have invested in dedicated additive manufacturing machines for dedicated materials. And, you know, the industry also faces the challenge of uh, manufacturing extremely complex parts and with extremely low volumes. And uh, this, you know, we've seen already in the aerospace industry as well. So in the past, you know, Tooling for such low volume and highly complicated parts would form the bulk of the costing of medical device parts. And uh, with additive manufacturing, we are now able to manufacture these low volumes without the investment that's required in tooling. We also you know, get the advantage of being able to change the design on the flow without having to re-incur the cost and tooling. They can have a customized uh, design for each one of the customers. They can have personalized branding for each of the customers. And, you know, they can explore different materials which they couldn't earlier explore or a combination of materials. Of course, you know, the biggest advantage is the on-demand manufacturing and no capital outlay for keeping stocks. So, let me give you an example over here. For instance, you know, we've all seen the big donut uh, of a CT machine or MRI machine through which, you know, the patient passes through. Now the mold design and the cost of development testing and validation of you know of such a large donut you know runs into millions of dollars. And once this is finalized, the design is finalized, it that design is frozen for almost a decade because you know it's such a huge investment. Large companies like GE Siemens don't want to change that design because to incur another molding cost is tremendously expensive. And over the life of You know, that's the thing. So on average, about 1,000 MRI machines maybe and maybe 2,000 CT machines or 3,000 CT machines get sold in a year, whereas the mold life is for hundreds of thousands of units. So keeping this in mind, they don't usually change those uh, designs. And even for production, there's a minimum amount of quantity of production. Now, keeping the minimum amount of quantity of such large parts in stock is a large amount of capital outlay as well. So that's where we stepped in and we said how we could design those things using 3D printing. And we've been able to give immense saving opportunities for the organizations that we work with.
0: Basically, I can see that, uh, you know, there has been a significant advantage of adopting additive manufacturing over uh, traditional manufacturing. Uh, and I'm sure the medical industry is also uh, getting a lot of uh, advantage uh, or rather they have seen a lot of advantages in uh, um this uh going to the next question uh you i'm sure you must have faced many challenges uh to deliver the right solutions to the healthcare community in india uh, how what did you do or what technology did you use to overcome these te- uh, these uh, challenges and what role did uh, this technology play in the same all right so you know
1: the challenges have been numerous and when you mention healthcare community, I assume you mean the hospitals and associated stakeholders like doctors and surgeons. So the biggest challenge that we face is the skepticism. There are multiple doubts about our design capabilities, our production capabilities, and ability to offer a world-class solution. Now, you know, additive manufacturing in healthcare is not new in India. It's been over a decade since it was first introduced. There were multiple small scale 3D printer service bureaus that used to offer customized models and cutting guides to hospitals. But these were done using extremely economic printers and materials and also which led to very poor quality. When these, you know, these products were offered to the healthcare sector, it caused the damage to the reputation of what 3D printing could truly offer. There was a notion, you know, that 3D printing can only offer toy like products or non-functional, you know, products. So when we started the professional services in this industry five years back, we naturally met a lot of resistance. Uh, I can say that over the years, you know, not just Supercraft 3D, but also the other companies in this, uh, in this country have been able to step in and bring back the lost confidence. And that's because, you know, we use state of the art technology. Like we have a EOS, uh, metal printer, which has been dedicated for application for medical devices. Uh, EOS is a world leader in this, uh, in this segment and our ability to control various parameters the speed the accuracy and the choice of materials that we have help us you know to regain the confidence in the market and you know there are two or three large players in india who have made the right type of investments in the right type of technology and i think we are now able to give world class solutions
0: yes you are right when you said that you know uh, medical industry uh, has a lot of advantages in fact uh, skepticism was there but if you've seen the last uh, year or so, uh, especially post-COVID uh, uh, era, there has been a lot of increase in adoption of 3D printing. Basically, if you've read, uh, I mean, I'm sure you must have read. There are I, I also came across many articles where you know, right from your desktop 3D printers uh, to industrial 3D printers, to the extent that even space agencies like NASA and all they are using their 3D printers to madi- uh, to manufacture medical basic medical equipment. PP equipment and stuff. So uh, that I believe has brought 3D printing a lot of limelight, uh, or I would say much necessary uh, limelight has been shed on the advantages of such, of adopting 3D printing. Uh, moving on, uh, you have done extensive work in the area of orthopedics and oncology. Any success stories you can share with us where additive manufacturing made a difference? Definitely. Uh, you know, we've done over
1: 300 cases in the last few years and I would say every one of them has been a success. Of course, some solutions were very modest and some were life-saving in nature. But in all these cases, you know, 3D printing stepped up and gave a new lease of life for the patient. And also an opportunity for the doctors, surgeons, and the medical community to experience the benefit of offering a customized solution to the patient. So, you know, recently we did a case of a hip replacement and this was you know, a patient with a 75-year-old male with uh, excessive loss of bone in the right acetabulum. And the pelvis area so in this in fact there was so much of bone loss there was no place for the femoral head to butt again and uh, in the past you know the patient has already been through two revision surgeries one primary surgery and all these surgeries it had led to further bone loss so when the surgeon approached us you know he was a surgeon from one of the biggest chain of hospitals in india and uh, he reached out reached out to us for a solution and the doctor, I mean, the surgeon, as well as his team, spent a full day at our facility to participate in the design and simulation. And before we put, you know, the part for the print, and we had to, you know, use various uh, parameters in the EOS machine to be able to, you know, get the right uh, product to come out. And three days later, you know, I got a mail from the doctor saying that the surgery went without any hiccups and that the patient was beginning to take early steps. So, and, you know, this is not just an isolated uh, story or a success story. We've had many cases where, you know, uh, orthopedics uh, for uh, oncology, orthopedics for people who had a trauma accident, uh, pediatric you know, orthopedics, pediatric oncology, a lot of these cases where the complications are severe. I think, you know, we've had uh, uh, very memorable success stories in this the
0: seat. That's actually a good, good one, uh, maltesh and uh, I believe that sheds the light, necessary light on even patient-specific, customized surgical instruments. And as you mentioned, EOS machine helped in uh, getting the necessary equipment, uh, which made the operation a success. Now, uh, what areas of healthcare do you foresee adopting uh, additive manufacturing and? What is the future roadmap for SuperCraft 3D look like from here on?
1: So, we are starting to see increasing interest from senior surgeons, right? And uh, they are now willing to use additive manufacturing technology for the benefit of their patients. And I think over the last three, four years, which I started off, you know, this conversation with, the skepticism has kind of waned down. You were right, post-COVID, most of the people have learned the benefits of 3D printing. And... Uh, you know, we now see a lot of various former, you know, uh, uh, doctors approaching it to that. The other thing is, most of the senior doctors have attended various forums and seminars, and we have seen international doctors having demonstrated the usefulness of additive manufacturing. And I think the early adapters will continue to be also oncologists. You know, for instance, uh, we have Dr. Deepak Shivaratri at Hosmat in Bangalore. He has been an avid user of uh, this technology, and he's been using it for over a decade. As in, you know, when, even when he was practicing in the UK, he used to use 3D printed implants because he's an onco surgeon. Likewise, you know, HCG, which is the largest chain of uh, oncology hospitals in the country, their founding directors the have been backing SuperCraft 3D to do this sort of work. And I think we we'll probably do half a dozen cases every month with them itself. So they have a continuously urged that not only the other communities to use this, but they've been you know, one of the uh, few early adapters in this whole thing. We also see the adaption of additive manufacturing uh, picking up at, you know, in cosmetic surgery and where people have either gone through trauma and, you know, and now they're aware that additive manufacturing solution gives them a customized uh, output. Uh, we also see a lot of youngsters, young girls, young boys who want to look very perfect something that we saw last decade in China, Korea, and Japan, you know, where youngsters want to look extremely perfect if they're, whether it's their chin or their cheek or their nose, you know, even sometimes even their fingertips. So we see a lot of adaptation of customization in this. And, uh, and as more awareness becomes, you know, as comes out to the younger generation, we feel that they would like to explore this option. Where do we see the roadmap for supercomputing? We anticipate these trends, and we're investing it in the right ways. In this, you know, we are making additional investments in uh, trusted machines like EOS machines that we have been, you know, we have found uh, easy to use as well as uh, gives us the necessary flexibility to change the parameters. So we are working with a company called Momentive, which is the world's largest manufacturer of silicon, uh, to be able to come with a grade of silicon material that can be three D printed uh we've seen uh, interesting progress in this and hopefully soon we'll be able to give customized 3d printed silicone solutions so i think the the trend is that it's not just uh, you know the surgeons as well as uh, healthcare devices but i think it's slightly starting to move towards personalization where individuals are actually reaching out to me. just the other day i had a, a youngster who's about 21 years old he had a bike accident and he had lost his of his toes. Uh, he has not even visited a doctor, but you know, he, is, he knows about 3D printed implants and he approached me if he can restore the three toes for him. Of course, I had to tell him that he had to go through a doctor to get this. But I'm just saying the awareness is becoming, you know, the younger generation is getting to know about it quite a bit.
0: That's great, Maltesh. Your roadmap looks pretty clear and uh, I'm sure... With EOS and other partners on board, you can definitely uh, have a bigger picture p- to play in the medical industry. Uh, any other industries Supercraft 3D plans to tap into other than medical, at least in the near future?
1: I don't think so. Uh, we, we are still focused that we'll be in the medical and healthcare sector itself. We have, uh, uh, you know, as of now, we don't have any intentions to move to any other sector.
0: That's all for now, Maltesh. Uh, thank you for uh, coming to AM Infocast and shedding light on uh, the medical industry and its adoption of 3D printing. In fact, Supercraft 3D has been uh, one of the four front runners, I'd, I'd say, in uh, you know uh, promoting 3D printing in the medical industry. And uh, we also hope to have you on board for future episodes where you can bring in more information about the upcoming trends or upcoming technologies related to 3D printing. So, thank you once again for coming on board and uh, hope to see you soon. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for the invite and it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you.
0: That brings us to the end of this episode. To catch up with more industry pioneers, search for AM Infocast on any of the leading podcast hosting platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. Visit amchronicle.com for more updates on additive manufacturing and follow the Indian 3D Printing Network and AM Chronicle pages on LinkedIn.